0: readers. Welcome to Your Bookstore Besties. We're your hosts, Rachel and Becky, best friends who met while working at an indie bookstore.
1: We love chatting about all things books, and we're so happy that you joined today. Hi, welcome back to Your Bookstore Besties. I'm Becky. And I'm Rachel. Hi. Hello. Hi, thanks Becky. For, thanks for coming on, Rachel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you act like i'm just like a special I, like, guest like, like thanks for joining and... me <laughs> yeah if you didn't know becky is the uh sole owner of the podcast she has okay. the llc she gets all the money yeah all
1: the <laughs> all the money goes to me i don't share any of it with rachel <laughs> um week was good week was mm-hmm. good uh it was a dreary day today in the oh, really? pa yeah oh bummer or do yeah, you like I, that do you like do you like dreary
0: i mean yes and no uh-huh. It depends. If my mood is bad, I don't like dreary. If my yeah. mood is happy, I like dreary.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> it sense. like amplifies the the bad mood. Yeah, I think. yeah, exactly. Um, are you have you started any new books? Finished any new books? Any like what's what's going on bookishly?
0: I mean, I'm still kind of in the same spot I was. I'm still reading the stuff I said I was last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm almost done Fall of Wrath and or Fall of Ruin and Wrath, excuse me, by Jennifer it. L. Armitrad. I do, it's pretty slow. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like it's setting up for a book too, which mm-hmm. I don't super mind, but like, I don't know. L- let me check. I have it right here. Um, I have I'm two at two seventy-six and there's about a hundred and some change pages left, so I'm waiting for it to start ramping up, and I think yeah. I'm just getting to the top yeah. of that hill. Of, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I'm enjoying it. Um, no other super strong reading plans that I can think mm-hmm. of. Yeah. that I haven't yet shared. Still digging my way out of that slump.
1: Yeah, it's it. That's it's tough sometimes. Yeah. How about um, you? I actually just started a new audiobook. It is the good neighbor the life and work of fred rogers so it's basically like a biography of a mr rogers and which okay. is already by itself really great but i started listening to it and guess who it d- does the reading the the voice reading of it
0: um mr rogers
1: no he's dead girl
0: oh <laughs> <laughs> Burton. We just- from- we've talked about this i don't know who i've never watched mr rogers neighborhood
1: wait we've talked about that
0: yeah, we we talked about it. I think it was in our trivia episode. Someone has to fact check me. I don't. We talked like about Mr. A, Rogers before. No, we did
1: not. Yes, we did.
0: That. Yes, we did. I said you were saying like, "Oh, well, I might read this book or do, or see this sh- have you seen this new show or something?" And I was like, "No, I don't know who that is."
1: This doesn't ring a bell. But anyways, it's so fact narrated check. by Levar Burton, who did Reading Rainbow. Did you at least watch Reading Rainbow? Um. Okay, I'm over this. I'm so.
0: so I know. I know about reading Rainbow, but I think that was (laughs) (laughs) reading Rainbow. You know, but that was a little bit before my time. Okay, to to be honest, started in 1983. just,
1: Just felt really special to like. Listen to this audiobook about a man who was formative in my childhood, and then also, you know, narrated by someone who was also formative in my childhood. So it just felt really special to like, well, that
0: can be true.
1: That, so while yeah. I
0: don't like get that, you know, I get that. <laughs> yeah,
1: sure. sure. <laughs> I get it. All right. So, what's your fun fact, Becky? Oh, um, I had one and I, um, oh, I can the... say mine. yeah while go you ahead. think? You okay. <clears throat> so I'm a
0: big um, animated movie fan. Mm -hmm. I love all kinds of different animated movies. Uh, Some of my favorites are Coco, which always makes me cry. Um, Ratatouille, which is controversial. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) And the one I wanted to talk about today was I have a, a love and a fondness for animated robots. Oh. Um so some of my favorite animated characters are robots and mm-hmm. two of them are Wally from oh, Wally. Okay.
1: I've actually never seen that one.
0: Huh? Yeah. Okay, so you watch Wally, I'll watch Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Yeah, watch the entire like whatever 20 years of it. <laughs> okay, I'll watch one episode. <laughs> um and another one is Baymax from Big Hero oh, 6. Oh, that's a good one. The um the like little nurse yeah. robot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um so that's my fun fact. I if there's like a cute robot character I love it Yeah, pretty much. Yeah.
1: Anyways, did you f- remember yours? Okay. Yeah. Mine's really – it's like not, not that interesting. So um, I was actually born in Connecticut and uh, lived a lot of places, but we moved to Georgia when I was 10, and so I tell everyone I'm from Georgia, but people are like, where's your accent? And I'm like, oh, well, my parents are from California, and that's why I sound like them. So I've lived a lot of places, have a Californian accent, but call myself a Georgia girl. So okay. that's fun. <laughs> hey
0: again in typical books for bestie's podcast fashion completely opposite totally that's opposites. okay yeah
1: <laughs> all
0: right so what are we talking about today
1: well it is a special month it is a api month is that how they're calling it yep heritage
0: month heritage yeah. month
1: that's it so um asian american pacific islander month so today we are talking about all of our favorite books and authors by asian american pacific islander um authors. And I went as far, one of a couple of my authors are Canadian. So I'm like, you know what? America, North America. So I'm including (laughs) them in this. So (laughs) So, uh,
0: yeah. Do you want to start? Yeah. So um, I think we have two lists. We have Mm -hmm. the ones that we really like and have read and ones that we are excited to read. Yes. Yes. So I guess we'll do the have read first. Yep. Mm -hmm. So my first one is called The Vegetarian by Han Kang. Oh. Um that's H A N K A N G. Okay. Um and I read this, oh gosh, years ago. I don't even know when, but um I just realized that I'm not signed into Goodreads. I was like, why doesn't it say when I <laughs> when I have read it? Oh my god, I have to do a CAPTCHA. Okay, anyways. Um <laughs> so the Hong Kong uh did this story called The Vegetarian. It's about a woman who lives in South Korea. And she starts getting these nightmares about um like butchers and meat eaters Ooh. and just really horrific um nightmares about eating meat. so she so she decides to renounce meat eating altogether okay. and become mm-hmm. a vegetarian. So this is um metaphorical mm-hmm. um for. Uh, feminism basically so basically she sees herself as a piece of meat Mm -hmm. in her culture Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and it talks about she talks about her marriage and um, so this like decision to become a vegetarian is subversive in her culture Mm -hmm. and so this rebellion everyone's like oh you can't do this this is so against your your culture and your being and you know, this and that, and she kind of slowly starts spiraling and Mm -hmm. kind of a metamorphosis takes place. It's pretty dark, um, but very interesting and will definitely make you think. So Mm, I, I don't remember, like I said, I can't sign into Goodreads right now. Why? I don't know. Um, I don't remember giving it a super high rating, but I think it's very interesting and it's, you know, something to spark some
1: thoughts. Definitely. Yeah. That's my first one. Cool. Uh, well, I broke mine up into different genres. So, um, I'm my first genre is young adult, and like I've said on the podcast, I'm very selective about the young adult that I like and read these days. Um, mm-hmm. just because, like, I'm in my mid thirties now, you know the drill. Whatever. But <laughs> I <laughs> this mean, one I don't I really like. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, this one is called Flame in the Mist. Um, oh, yes, and I oh I forgot to write down the author. It's uh, Renee Audier. Yes, I right. always forget how to pronounce it. Yeah, that's it. Um, And this story is a Japanese version of Mulan. So it's in a Japanese like feudal era fantasy world. The main character is Mariko. And she's the only daughter of a very famous samurai. And her only worth is you know in marriage because she's a girl. Um, So she has an arranged marriage to the prince of her land. And on her way to marry him, her carriage is attacked by a dangerous group of bandits. And she's the sole survivor of it. So she gets away. And she pretends to be a boy so that she can infiltrate them and like figure out what's up. Like, why are they coming after her? And so for the first time in her life, Mariko is like appreciated for her actual skills and intellect because, you know, they think she's a boy and she's able to like express herself and, um, you know, be, be the person she always wanted to be. Um, but it is an excellent young adult novel. Great fantasy read. I really recommend it.
0: You know, I have that one.
1: Um, I've read... The Wrath and the Dawn duology oh, by yeah, Adier, yeah. And
0: also The Beautiful, which mm-hmm. is the first book in a New Orleans vampire story. <laughs> I, I read the that one
1: and I was so bored by it, I never continued it. <laughs> the vampire. One. I mean,
0: I didn't continue it just because I'm terrible at continuing series, but I enjoyed mm-hmm.
1: it. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so my next one is uh called Convenience Store Woman. Mm. And it's by Sayaka Murata. And it's Strange because I wanted more of the convenience store aspect, but it kind of takes a weird turn, kind of like the vegetarian. <laughs> but uh, basically it follows this um, 36-year-old named Kiko, and she is kind of like a black sheep. She doesn't fit in. She doesn't date. Um, but when she was 18, she started working at her local Smile Mart, which is, mm-hmm. um, if you know anything about Japan, convenience store culture. um, It'll give you a good introduction to that. Um, Basically, she finds peace in this life, but then starts to wonder if there's more to life than just working at this convenience store. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just, it's very interesting. um, Look at Japan and their culture and uh, pressures of conformity Mm-hmm. Um, and the main character is really sweet and you root for her. So I, I remember when that.
1: you read that, isn't she on the spectrum too? Um, I don't know I if up? it's, I don't know if it's
0: ever stated that she is. I can't remember, but it's kind of implied in some ways, mm-hmm. but mm. it's kind of left to, it's like a gray area. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Cool. Uh, my next one is an ember in the ashes by Saba Tahir. Oh. And this is one of my all time favorite, um, series. Uh, it's a young adult book, um, but in this world, it's inspired basically by ancient Rome. Um, Laia is a slave because of her ethnic group. Um, their land is occupied by the Martial Empire, um, and after her brother is arrested for treason, she decides to join a, a like a rebellion group to spy at their prestigious military academy. And I just I love this series so much. It's heavily influenced by Middle Eastern and like Desi lore. So you have Jin, Efritz Ghouls. Um, Like, all these characters that you don't typically see in, like, European-based fantasy. Mm -hmm. Um, So this book is gorgeous and surprising, and it has, like, a lot of twists and turns. So definitely in my probably top 10, like, young adult Mm -hmm. fantasy reads. You know, that book's been on my
0: to-read shelf for, like, at least 10 years. Oh, that long, oh my gosh. Yeah, I have like a, not a first edition hardcover, but I've owned it so oh. long, I have like the original design hardcover. Oh, that's cool. That's so awesome. I might have to, might bump, might have it to bump it up, it up, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, my next one is um, called On Earth We're Briefly Gorgeous, mm-hmm. which r- probably the winner of the most interesting title of a book I've read. Mm-hmm. That's poetry, isn't it? Um, so it's part poetry, part fiction, part oh. like memoir, kind of. Uh-huh. So, um, it's by Ocean Vuong, and he is one of the best poets of the past you, ten years, I would say. Uh-huh. Um, and basically, it's written like a letter from a son to his mother, mm-hmm. um. And it talks about their family history, um, Vietnam, uh, like the country, and also how it was for his mother being raised there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also um, a love story mm-hmm. uh, in some ways, not only for him, but for for his mother Mm -hmm. and his family, Mm -hmm. but also it addresses trauma and race, class, what Mm -hmm. it means to be a man. Um, And it's just really beautiful. It made me cry. Mm -hmm. Um, I read it with my friend Amanda back in, oh gosh, I think last Christmas. So not this last Christmas, but the Christmas before. Mm -hmm. I read it around that time and um my copy is super tabbed (laughs) lots of tabs (laughs) Mm -hmm. um it's some of the most gorgeous writing ever um i'm gonna see if i can find um, a quote because it's very quotable um so um so for an example um because the sunset, like survival, exists only on the verge of its own disappearing. To be gorgeous, you must first be seen, but to be seen allows you to be hunted. So mm-hmm. there's so many good quotes. Like I, I could just spend a whole podcast reading and mm-hmm. talking about the quotes. But, um, and then the other one I really like is, um. They say nothing lasts forever, but they're just scared it will last longer than they can love it, Oh, which – good one.
1: It's yeah. heartbreaking. Very it good. Wow. So love that one. Uh, my next category is um, like mystery, and Ooh. this one's called Arsenic and Adobo by yeah. Mia Manasala. And this is an, a first in a series of cozy mysteries centered around a Filipino family and their family restaurant. So Lila is the main character, and she comes back home after a really bad breakup with her boyfriend in the big city. Um, And while she's working in her restaurant, her ex-boyfriend drops dead in the family restaurant, and Lila is obviously the main suspect. Um, The book was, like, delicious. Like, a lot of it (laughs) is dedicated to, like, the food that they're making and um, eating. And so like, it just made my mouth water while reading it. And so there was even like recipes in the back of the book if you wanted to make some of the food described, but really cozy, really cute, really sweet, you know, as sweet as murder can be. But, um, I really enjoy this and I I recommend this for anyone who's just like trying to get into, um, mystery and want something easy. So, yeah.
0: Okay. My next one is, um, called Kim Ji Young, Born 1982. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's uh a story about it's told in a very unique perspective i remember so this was another buddy read i did with amanda hi amanda again Mm -hmm. um (laughs) so basically it starts with this woman who basically tells her life to this therapist right Mm -hmm. so that's kind of and this is another south korean story Mm -hmm. so it talks about the culture um talks about what it means to be a woman um she's kind of seen as like a 30 something every woman you know Mm -hmm. she left her job um to care for her daughter like you know is expected of many of the korean women um but then she starts to show symptoms of psychosis and Mm -hmm. um sends her husband into a panic and um Basically, it's told in a third person. Like, here's the story of Kim Ji Young um, from, from the time she was born to now when she's telling this story. And um, it was kind of painful to read at some points. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I promise not all my picks are depressing. <laughs> I, I promise. I well, promise. No, you're
1: going to have to convince me. <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, beautiful, educational. Mm-hmm. Um, really enjoyed that one.
1: Awesome. <laughs> Um, My next one is another – I actually don't know how to describe this. I originally put it under mystery, but it's really a lot of different things. It's called Dial A for Aunties, and it's by Jesse Q. Um, It's hilarious. It's like part mystery. There's some romance. It's like basically the whole package. The main character um, accidentally kills her blind date, and so what ensues is a sort of weakened at Bernie-style adventure with her aunties and her mom trying to help cover up the accident on the weekend that they're all working the family business, which is like a very wealthy wedding. Like they each like will do a different thing. Like someone makes the cake, someone um, takes the photos, someone is the singer. And so it's like a family business. Um, and yeah, it's really, really funny. And um, while also exploring a lot of um kind of like East meets West, like culture clash as well, mm-hmm. um, and this is a quote from the author that is it's like on the first page and I really liked it. She said, I'm aware while writing this that I'm straddling a very fine line between authenticity and stereotype. And it's my hope that this book defies the latter. Um, yeah, so she tries really hard to to make authentic characters that are just like, you know, Asian stereotypes. Um, but I really enjoyed it. I loved all of the characters. And um, it's supposed to be a movie coming to Netflix, so you should read it now before it does. So yeah, oh, I didn't know that. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. um, okay, so my next one is the only YA on this list, um, mm-hmm. and some of these you could argue, like Ocean Vuong. I like him. I like multiple of his works. Same with this author. So this is Marie Lu, um, popular young adult author. Did the the Legend series did um The Young Elites but my favorite by her is um The Warcross duology I guess you could call it I had um, heard of that one So Warcross I would say would definitely be a young adult um like if you're fans of Ready Player 1 it's okay. like that so it's virtual reality mm-hmm. um basically it's this uh virtual reality thing that everyone does and there's this main character named Amika and she is a hacker and hacks uh, this virtual reality um, as a bounty hunter so she oh. basically tracks people down in the game um, but basically she takes a risk and she hacks into the opening ceremony of um, this huge televised game event think Mm -hmm. like hunger games level of like uh televised (laughs) and um she accidentally glitches herself into the game and Uh becomes like an overnight celebrity (laughs) um basically if you like player ready player one you will like this book and i do like ready player one Mm -hmm. um it can be a little heavy on the references but um i almost like this better for certain reasons but Mm -hmm for fans of um i always say when i'm recommending this book in the store if your kid likes video games they will like this book mm-hmm. so um but yeah it's it's sci-fi it's fantasy a little bit of a romance um but it's a it's a two-parter so it's Warcross and Wildcard are the two books awesome
1: cool but yeah um my next category of books is romance and this first one is Hanakan Carries On by Uzma Jalaludin. um so it's basically like you've ge- you've got male meets halal restaurants <laughs> if you will um <laughs> Hanakan is the main character and her family runs a restaurant that's basically been in their neighborhood for years but a new fancy rival restaurant is moving into town and um She also hosts an anonymous podcast and has, like, a dream of telling stories that reflect her Muslim community. Um, So this was great and fun. I loved all of the characters. It's super clean, so no steam, Rachel. Um, But this is also another one that's being developed into a movie, and it's going to be produced by Mindy Kaling. So uh, really great, really sweet story. I liked it a lot. Um, my
0: next one is another favorite author, so I can recommend both of their books. Um, which is Celeste Ng. Um, I say both, but she actually released a, a new book, so it's now three. Um, but Little Fires Everywhere is my favorite by her. Um, oh, yeah. this was turned into a movie, I mm-hmm. believe, with TV uh, series. Mm-hmm. Oh, TV series with yeah. Reese Witherspoon and uh. <sighs> Oh gosh, who is the other person? Uh Carrie Washington. Carrie Washington, yes. Um so I haven't actually seen the series, but who I the book, is good. um the book is about this nice, beautiful neighborhood named Shaker Heights. Everyone's kind of like in a giant HOA from hell, like <laughs> 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 clean lawns, you know, all that. And um basically it starts with one of the prominent families in the neighborhood's house burns down. So it starts at the end of the book and goes forward, Mm -hmm. which I, or goes backward in time and then forward, which I really like. Um, So basically this um, centers around this woman named Mia who moves in. She's a single mother. She's an artist. And how her life intertwines with like Reese Witherspoon's (laughs) family, uh, the Richardsons, which are, you know, her and her husband and like younger kids wealthy. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, there's like, a an event that happens in town that kind of divides the, well, the neighborhood. Um, and it's just really suspenseful and, um, love the characters in, in this one. Really Mm -hmm. interesting. Yeah. It's a
1: really cool storyline. Um, my next recommendation is partners in crime by Alicia Rye. So it's like a heist movie meets Netflix's Indian matchmaking, if you've ever seen that show. So it's a second chance love story that takes place across basically just one night, <laughs> and it includes kidnapping, crime bosses, jewel thieves. So it centers around two characters that uh, met after a matchmaker matched them years ago, but uh, Mira rejects him, Naveen. So years after that, um, Mira's aunt dies. So she goes to a lawyer to have her aunt's will read. And lo and behold, the ex is her lawyer that she rejected. So their lives uh, start to entwine that night after a kidnapping goes wrong. So really fun, really high stakes, like super fun, fast action um, rom-com. So yeah.
0: Okay, so my last one that I recommend that I've read is one that I've talked about, but it's an all-time favorite um which is the kite runner Mm -hmm. um so this is khaled hosseini um takes place in afghanistan follows two boys um and the aftermath of a tragic event um and kind of how their lives change after and um it's a story of redemption and um heartbreak it's one of the saddest books i remember reading at the time Um, I read it in high school which in my opinion was a little young (laughs) but um, you probably have all heard about this book so I won't wax poetic about it but one of my favorite books on the list Um, I think everyone
1: should read it. So that's the last one that I've read. Oh wow! I have three more that I've read. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. Um, So I'll try try to make this quick. Um, I have two memoirs one is I think I've talked about this before but it's called We Were Dreamers by Simu Liu and so um, he's the star of Marvel's shang chi and the legend of the ten rings and so basically since reading this book i've become a like a simulu stand. so i get a shot of dopamine every time i see a photo of him Um, (laughs) you should google his met gala alpha he wore the other night very 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 cute um so basically his memoir centers around his two separate childhoods the one in china and the one that he grew up in canada um you the, the cultural expectations our family places on us and how our surroundings shape who we are. And he's also really, really funny. Um, pro tip is to get the audiobook So because his voice is very, very soothing. Um, <laughs> the next one I'm going to recommend is Making a Scene by Constance Wu. And I've basically been a fan of her since Fresh Off the Boat. Um, her book is a little bit different than other memoirs that I've read. It's not chronological. It's basically little vignettes of like pivotal moments in her life. Um, I did enjoy it a lot. She talks about her experience with sexual assault and being harassed by a producer from Fresh Off the Boat, as well as, um, you know, how amazing it was to be part of a show like Crazy Rich Asians in that time period, which, you know, you weren't seeing a lot of Asian families being centered in TV at all, as well as being a part of Crazy Rich Asians and how how amazing that was. So uh, really great. I also listened to the audiobook. Audiobook. I recommend that because just she has a very soothing voice as well. So definitely am all about the audio books if you're going to do memoirs. And my last uh, recommendation is a fantasy book. It's called The Last Hail of the Flower Bride by Roshani Chokshi. Um, <laughs> That's when one I was going to tell you to read. Oh, yeah, I read it. Yeah. Um, okay, good. This book has <laughs> a really interesting writing style. It's very beautiful, flowery, and like even magical in the writing style, it's almost reminiscent of like an old school fairy tale in that sense. So basically starts off with um, a marriage between a mysterious heiress named Indigo and her groom, whose name we never know, (laughs) which is super interesting. Um, She tells him that he must never ask her about anything from her past. And we find out that her aunt is dying. So um, the bridegroom and Indigo must travel back to her childhood home where we learn that indigo's long lost best friend azure strangely disappeared so the bridegroom is like trying to unravel her secrets but will it be the downfall of their strange marriage um yeah i don't want to spoil anything because you basically have to read it <laughs> to like really understand what's going on but i would just read it blindly if you like really lush storytelling so that's that's my last uh, recommendation of uh red so what do you want to read all right, so I have five books. Now, I, I could have
0: had 10 or 20, but yeah. I narrowed it down. <laughs> um, so the first one um, is called Severance by Ling Ma. Mm-hmm. Now, to my dismay, this is not a book made after the show or vice okay. versa, because mm-hmm. there's a famous show called Severance. They are different. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I'll just read the synopsis for this one because I can't really summarize a book I haven't read. Um, Candace Chen, a millennial drone, self-sequestered in a Manhattan office tower, is devoted to routine, so she barely notices when a plague of biblical proportions sweeps New York. Then Shen fever spreads. Families flee. Companies halt operations. Soon entirely alone, still unfevered, she photographs the eerie abandoned city as the anonymous blogger New York Ghost. Hmm. And then it says she won't ma- be able to make it on her own forever. Enter a group of survivors. They're traveling to a place called the facility where they are promised they will have everything they need to start anew. But Candace is carrying a secret she knows will be exploited should she escape from her rescuers. So for me, it sounds like kind of I love the dystopian post apocalyptic yeah. kind of sounds like Walking Dead a little bit, but I like without it. the zombies. Yeah, okay. so really excited about that one.
1: Okay, cool. Um, my first want to read is Jade City by Fonda Lee. Um, in this world, it's um, a fantasy award-winning novel of magic and kung fu. Four siblings battle rival clans for honor and power in an Asian-inspired fantasy metropolis. Jade is the lifeblood of the island of Kikon. It has been mined, traded, stolen, and killed for. And for centuries, honorable green bone warriors like the Kowal family have used it to enhance their magical abilities and defend the island from foreign invasion. When a powerful new drug emerges that lets anyone, even foreigners, wield the jade, the simmering tension between the Cowles and the rival family erupts into open violence. The outcome of this clan war will determine the fate of all Greenbones and of Kikon itself. So it kind of sounds like an urban fantasy. Looks mm-hmm. really good. Um, I've heard good things about that one, but uh-huh. uh,
0: I don't know. Something is stopping me. Hmm. So you'll have I don't to think, read it. I don't think there's like romance. It. I don't think there's like romance in it. I think it's That's like not straight. why. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so my next one is Human Acts, and this is by Hong Kong, which you mm-hmm. might have, if you were paying attention class, I mentioned at the beginning of the episode wrote the vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh I'll just summarize it. It says it's a portrait of political unrest in the universal struggle for justice. So it's basically about a violent student uprising in South Korea. A uh-huh. young boy is killed. Um, I believe that this is based on a true story, uh-huh. um, basically, interconnected chapters as the victims and bereaved encounter suppression, denial. And the agony of the massacre. I said that all of these wouldn't be sad, but a lot of them are very sad. So, it. I, I said it was a dreary day, right? Yes, he did. He did. There you go. So, yes, that one's been on my list for a while. Um, it's a beautiful cover. Please look up the cover. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: fantastic. Anyways. Um, This next book I found because I was doom scrolling on Instagram and a lot of the content on Instagram is like authors and like fantasy books. Um, So this book is called The Phoenix King by Aparna Verma and it comes out August 29th. It's an upcoming first book in a trilogy, South Asian epic fantasy inspired by Hindu goddesses with morally gray characters, firebending, and Bollywood-esque yearning gazes. So that sounds awesome, oh. and I'm very excited to read that. Actually, it's on Edelweiss, so I probably will download it. There you go. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, my next one is called Sharks in the Time of Saviors. Also a very interesting That's title. That's a provocative
1: title. <laughs> I know.
0: Um, so uh, it says, in 1995, Hawaii, on a rare family vacation, seven-year-old Nainoa falls overboard on a cruise oh ship into the Pacific Ocean. When a shiver of sharks appears in the water, everyone fears for the worst. But instead, Noah is gingerly delivered to his mother in in the jaws of a shark, marking his story as the stuff of legends. Um, And then it's uh, about his family, um, the supernatural events that, you know, follow them as he grows up. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's magical realism. Uh um, A little bit of fantasy, a little bit of uh, reality. Mm -hmm. Um, But that one's been on my list for like at least two years because I remember seeing it uh, when I first started the bookstore Mm -hmm. um, started at the bookstore and uh, it's always another beautiful cover by the way. So Mm.
1: that one's on my list. Uh, this is my last one. It's the one I'm the most excited about reading. It comes out May 16th. It's called Yellow Face by R.F. Kwong. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a dark comedy about a white author who steals a dead Asian author's manuscript and basically rebrands as an Asian author. Um, so it's like, how far will she go to get what she thinks she deserves? So it's like a dark comedy. Um, also talking about racism and you know all that as well. But I'm really excited about it. It looks really good. That one's been on my list as well. R.F. Kwong
0: is an amazing writer. Period. Mm -hmm. End of story. Yep. (laughs) Um, Okay. So my two left. um, The first one is Clara and the sun, which I mentioned in the last episode because I bought it um, at the place Warwick's Warwick's is Mm -hmm. his name um, in San Diego or La Jolla. Um, I believe I summarized it in that episode, but -hmm. it's basically about an AI um, who sits in a store and waits and watches uh, the behavior of those who come in those outside she hopes that one day a customer will choose her uh, but when the possibility emerges that her circumstances may change forever she's warned not to invest too much in the promises of humans Hmm. so um, if that one sounds familiar (laughs) if that one sounds familiar I mentioned it last Mm -hmm. week Um, and then the last one is called How High We Go in the Dark and it's by Sequoia Nagamatsu and um, it says for fans of Cloud Atlas and Station Eleven, okay. mm-hmm. a spellbinding um, debut that follows a cast of intricately linked characters over hundreds of years as humanity struggles to rebuild itself in the aftermath aftermath of a climate plague, a daring Ugh. and deeply heartfelt <laughs> work of mind-bending imagination from a singular new voice. Mm-hmm. So i love the apocalyptic stuff you do you um so it's sci-fi dystopian mm-hmm. all of mine are very depressing yeah yeah like i didn't i didn't mean to make this list like is there one like positive book other than like the one ya book i chose not really mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is going to be called the uh The episode where Rachel accidentally depresses everyone with her picks.
1: So (laughs) I'm sorry about that. But that is my last, my last book I want to read. Yeah. And just a a shout out to say, like, it's super important to, to read authors and stories that are, that are different from um, your, your life and your culture. I think it, it builds so much empathy. So definitely, uh. Pick one of these. Let us know in the comments if uh, you have read, or if there's one you recommend that you uh, would like us to read. And let us know in the comments. Yeah, but uh, that that should do it for our episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. You can find us on Instagram at your bookstore besties. Please like, share, and subscribe so more people can listen. Have a beautifully bookish day.